Welcome to Live Well, Be Well, a podcast where we speak candidly about all things health and well-being. My name is Renee Delacqua. And I'm Christine Glissman. And we're health educators in health promotion services here at UC San Diego. Welcome to our second episode of our two-part season premiere of Live Well, Be Well. We know that getting back into the swing of socializing is probably more important now than it ever has been in the past. So we wanted to continue to expand on this discussion and share some strategies for breaking the ice and developing and nurturing meaningful and authentic relationships, platonic and romantic. So we hope you get inspired, we hope you feel connected, and we hope you discover new ways to live your best life. Let's get started. So last week we talked about the ins and outs of social anxiety and ways in which you can overcome it and get back into the swing of socializing and connecting with others. On today's episode, we want to expand on this conversation by giving you some concrete strategies and suggestions for sparking up conversations because we know how anxiety-inducing that can be. We also want to share some fun and cute ideas for hanging out in fun yet meaningful and authentic ways. Because if you're going to go through the motions of socializing and connecting, it sure as heck should be real. It's the authenticity in our relationships, keeping it real, letting people know who we are and what we're all about from the get-go that keep relationships alive and well. Well said, Renee. And I just want to re-emphasize what she just said, finding connections that are meaningful and authentic. That alignment is so important for our well-being and success. Mm -hmm. There's a quote I love, and it says, show me your friends and I will show you your future. So we mold into the people we connect with, both the negatives and the positives. So that kind of helps me segue into conversation starters. So the easiest place to start focusing on are sort of those commonalities, Mm -hmm. those things that you enjoy and that they might also be connected with. So are you in the same class? Are you in the same line for food? Are you trying to use the same exercise equipment, et cetera? You kind of get the point. So then using that information to help you start a conversation You want to use open-ended questions instead of closed-ended questions to keep the conversation going. So closed-ended questions can be answered with really only a yes or a no, whereas open-ended questions require more elaboration, keeping the conversation going. Uh, So for example, instead of, do you work out often, which can definitely be answered with a yes or a no, try, how is your workout going? Other tips include offering a positive or lighthearted comment followed by an easy question. Like, wow, I really like your shirt. Where did you get it? Then from that point, you can introduce yourself and see where the conversation goes from there and see how else you guys are connected. I love how you mentioned that commonality piece and I never even really thought about it. Like obviously I've always thought, okay, same class, that makes sense, but same line for food, that is something I never thought of. Same exercise equipment, also I didn't think about. Um, So I love that piece that you have there of commonalities because now you already know that in some, you know, sense of the word, you are already connected at some point. So that's really cool. And just to build up on that. So once you've gotten to know each other a little more through conversation, now is the time to figure out whether y'all would like to continue building on that friendship or even potential romantic partnership by gauging their interests in meeting up in the future. 
So something could be, so you could say something like, hey, I've really enjoyed getting to know you and I think we really vibe well together. Would you like to hang out sometime? Or, or something along those lines. Or even incorporating something that they mentioned that you would be interested in doing. So for example, say they mentioned that their favorite coffee shop on campus was Art of Espresso by Mandeville. You could say something like, you mentioned that you loved Art of Espresso. I haven't been in a while or I've never been. Would you like to grab a cup of coffee there sometime? This is a great way to show that one, you were actively listening to what they had to say and that two, you're showing interest in something that they like, which I think is just so great for relationship building. And that relates to relationships of any kind, whether that is romantic or platonic. So those are some ways to kind of get started with a conversation and continue to build that relationship. Now kind of let's dive into that alignment piece and why that is so important. So now this is the part where I talk about alcohol a little bit because I am the alcohol, tobacco, and other drug educator, as well as we know that drinking increases with casual dating and sometimes is the go-to activity when trying to form new friendships. So alcohol is often used as a social lubricant or a way to reduce anxiety. We know these situations can be anxiety-inducing, so sometimes people use alcohol to reduce those Mm -hmm. things. So that is true that that's how the drug works, Um, but I do want to think about the precedent we are setting when we choose alcohol as one of the main activities or the first activity that we do with a new friend or potential romantic partner. So is alcohol a big part of your life currently? If it isn't or you don't want it to be, choosing another activity may be more true to you. If the person you are wanting to date or trying to become friends with drinks a lot or experiments with other drugs, is that something that you also want to do? If no, maybe that isn't the relationship for you. So it is important to make sure that you are holding true to your values and the other people's values are complementary to your own or even make you a better person. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think it goes back to that quote that you said where it's basically like, Something along the lines of show me your friends and I will show you your future because when you are establishing any sort of relationship and that those individuals do become embedded in your life that you are going to, there is going to be a give and take in terms of the things that you both, um, you know, continue to value the um, types of activities that you're going to engage in. So I think you really made a really great point of that and you drove home that, that quote that you mentioned in the beginning. So again, yeah, Christine, she made some excellent points here. So while some people often use alcohol or other substances like cannabis or even vaping as a way to loosen up and get the conversations flowing and feel a little less stressed out about interacting with others, there are alternative strategies for doing just that without the use of alcohol or other you know, drugs or other substances. And one way, um, and this is probably one of my favorite ways, is centering the hangout around an activity that both parties are mutually interested in and that they find fun and engaging. One example could be something as simple as going to grab a cup of coffee or tea from your favorite coffee shop like Art of Espresso, or even going to a coffee shop that's super popular, popular but you both haven't checked it out in the past or even grabbing a cup of boba from, you know, Tap X or a Din Tea, whatever it may be, that is like such a simple way to connect with someone, um, you know, in a way that you both, you both enjoy and that you find, you know, fulfilling or engaging, whatever that may be. Absolutely. Obviously, you're still getting drinks, but they're not sort of alcohol or substance use related ones. So that's just something fun to have. Um, and that doesn't feel like that's the total, the totality of kind of the Mm -hmm. beginning of your relationship, including things that don't involve alcohol. 
So some things that I really like to do are, are very active related ones. So hiking, maybe a workout together or a walk, especially if um, I'm meeting someone that also is has an active lifestyle, what a perfect way to connect. So anything outside or anything that kind of gets us moving is a go-to for either romantic or my friendships. So I think commenting on the things around you while you're doing those things can be fun, a way to give you ideas on how to spark up more conversation or even create an inside joke. That's why I love kind of those activities because you pass so many people and things that can help spark up conversation as well. Yeah, I love that. Um, However, if the thought of centering a hangout around physical activity where you might get sweaty or out of breath is not your cup of tea, um, no worries at all. You could do something a little, you know, a little more cutesy, like setting up a picnic at a cool park or at the beach where you all could bring, you know, your favorite snacks, some of your favorite games. You could even take turns um, playing each other's favorite music on your phone. You could even bring um, some of those conversation cards um, if you're nervous about getting a conversation started or keeping a conversation going. I love those conversation cards and I hope you all know what I'm talking about, but it's these different cards that have you know different prompts on it. Um, they're simple prompts, but there's also ones that are a little bit deeper. And I just love these cards because there are those superficial questions just to get to know one another, but there are some deeper questions that help each other gain a deeper insight or understanding into you know who each you know who the individuals are what they're all about and i really love that piece to it i do however recognize that those conversation packs they can be on the pricier side so even just pulling up a list of conversation questions on your phone or printing out a sheet can be a really easy and cost effective way to you know tap into that same the same concept of those conversation cards Absolutely. So as we demonstrated, the options are seriously endless when it comes to connecting and reconnecting with others. Renee and I hope that the last two episodes have shed some light on ways you can get back into the swing of socializing. And side note, if you want to dive deeper into this topic, we're both certified health coaches that can work one-on-one with you to help you build and strengthen meaningful relationships and friendships. You just have to visit our website, healthpromotion.ucsd.edu, for more information on our services. So that concludes this episode of Live Well, Be Well. If you like what you heard and would like to learn more about topics related to health and well-being, there's much more to come. Be sure to check out our website, healthpromotion.ucsd.edu, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook under at UCSDHPS. Stay tuned for our next episode of Live Well, Be Well. Until next time, be kind, be true, be you. And remember, to be well is to live well. <laughs>